Today, we're going to take things in a little bit of a different direction. We're going to go tactical. We're going to talk about some things you can actually implement. We're going to cover 10 ways to create better Facebook ads for your clients or your own business. Here we go. You're about to be introduced to a group of fly-under-the-radar marketers who you've probably never heard of, living life on their own terms, working from anywhere in the world. While others live to work, we work to live. We reject the status quo, the cubicle, and the morning rush hour. We don't allow a boss to tell us how to live our lives. Instead of waiting until we're old and gray, we're spreading our retirements out over the next 60 years to enjoy the prime years of our lives. We can work from anywhere with a laptop and an internet connection. We do things differently. We work smart instead of hard. We don't trade time for money. We trade results and impact. If you would ask your parents or a college advisor if what we're doing is possible, they'd shake their heads. Yet, we're doing it every day from cafes on the beaches of Bali, mountain chalets in the mountains of Colorado, and jungle apartments in Colombia. And we're making more money than would ever make it a full-time job. This podcast is about one question. How do you use the power of marketing to build a life you don't need a vacation from, where you can work from anywhere in the world? If you want the answer, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit christianmartin.org slash podcast. Here's Christian. All right, so I just want to give you a quick rundown of how to run better Facebook ads for your clients. Now, I'm not going to cover the basics. I'm not going to cover the fundamentals. Advertising is a lot like music. You have to learn the basic structures and the basic tactics. How do you implement things? What's the overall strategy to actually be able to play music? But once you do that, you have to start breaking rules and doing things differently and adding your own flavor to things. So if you want to learn advertising, either for your clients or for your own business, you have to go out there and just learn the basics, learn the fundamentals. This is well documented. There are a million trading programs out there. If you need one, I have one. This will teach you, you know, how to do audience research, how to get your message market match, how to actually set up ads in Facebook, how to pick images that your audience will respond to, all these things. But once we get there, then how do we dominate our competition? How do we get that edge? So we'll cover 10 ways to create better Facebook ads for you or your clients. Uh, number one is use testimonials in your ads. These work almost all the time. So these could be text testimonials. They could be video testimonials. And if you're working with clients, a great way to do this is just copy-paste a testimonial from Yelp and put it in their Facebook ads. Now, you want to try out a variety of different kinds from the best customers as testimonials tend to attract similar people as the person who wrote it. So let's say you work with a chiropractor and you have a testimonial from a female mid-40s with children. Let's say she writes an amazing testimonial. That ad might work really well for a similar demographic. Now, if you want to attract 23-year-old college athlete to that chiropractor, you're going to need a different ad. So you can mix and match these testimonials to attract different kinds of customers. It just depends who you're going after. Number two is use a curiosity gap in your ads. This is kind of like a pattern interrupt if you've heard that phrase before, but a lot of times it's in the text instead of the image. So open a question in the reader's mind that they'll be curious to get the answer to. So I call it a curiosity gap here. Sometimes we call it an open loop. It depends how it's done. But if you've ever watched like an episode of True Blood where the, the end of the episode, something happens, there's a cliffhanger in the last minute, and then you have to watch the next episode, 
That's what you want the first line of your ad to be like, where the person reads that line in the ad and they have to keep reading. They have to know what happens. So start on a point of high drama, open up a question in the reader's mind, what happens next, and they'll keep reading to get the answer. Number three way to create better Facebook ads is to tell a story. The human brain is hardwired to respond to story and will remember a story ad much more often than a purely informational ad. So as much as we wish we could just be literal and straightforward and logical in our advertising, I think we all know that's not what works best. And that's because humans are inherently emotional creatures. We're not purely logical. And, you know, economists had to figure this out. Uh, people don't act rationally. Okay, they might justify things with logic, but they make decisions emotionally in the subconscious. Tip number four, human eyeballs. Not in a creepy way, I mean there better be eye contact when I look at your ad image. So my brain and your brain is wired to respond to eyeballs and eye contact. That's because that means we're coming in contact with another living thing, and so we better pay attention. So if you can use eyes in your ads, so whether that's a face of your customer, whether that's your face, uh, could even be babies or dogs, people respond very well to them, but people are going to stop and at least look at that picture if there are eyeballs in it. <laughs> it's a funny way to put it, but it's true. Number five is what's called AdScent. This doesn't have anything to do with smell. AdScent means that the landing page matches the ad in look, feel, in especially in what you're offering. So if you see an ad that says get 50% off one chiropractic treatment and you click through that page and there's a homepage that says welcome to Miller's Chiropractic and there's no mention of that 50% off, that's a bad ad send, okay? It doesn't match. So you want the ad to match the landing page exactly. So if you are making a specific offer, put the same offer in the ad and on the landing page, okay? So if the ad says something drastically different than the landing page, it's going to hurt your conversions. Item number six, stop funnel hacking. Funnel hacking was popularized by ClickFunnels and Russell Brunson, and it's basically looking at what your competitors are doing and then doing the same thing because they've already proven that to work. So when I say stop funnel hacking, I don't mean entirely. I don't mean never look at your competition because modeling something is a great way to get a basic understanding of what's happening in the market. So here's what I recommend is in the beginning research phase, when you're just researching your market and your customers, you want to look at your competition. You want to figure out what's already working in the market, what customers are responding to, what they're buying. You want to be aware of all that. You, you have to know your market on a deep level. But eventually, you have to break away from that. So the best ads say something that is relevant to the target market in a meaningful way in a way that no one else is saying, so meaningfully different. Eventually, you have to be original if you want to win. And if you want those disproportionate rewards, you better have something unique about marketing. So figure out what the rules are so that you can break them, okay? Figure out what the competition is offering and then see if you can put your own unique spin on it instead of just copying what the rest of the market is doing. You want to stand out. You don't want your prospects to mentally opt out because they've already seen what you're talking about. And that brings me to tip number seven, take a risk. This means test meaningfully different angles. Test weird stuff, test the unexpected, things that are edgy and uncomfortable. If you're running an ad and you think to yourself, oh, I should, probably shouldn't share that, that feels uncomfortable, it probably means you should publish that ad, see what happens. Be brutally honest, be transparent, be eye-opening. 
Now, most weird stuff won't hit, but when you find the one thing that does, now you have an edge over all of your competitors. So see if you can say the things that no one else is saying because they're too scared or they don't want to be polarizing or they're just being average and say it yourself. That's going to get attention. So take a risk. Be meaningfully different. Tip number eight, start the ad with conflict. The human brain absolutely loves conflict. It's like crack to our emotional selves. We cannot look away. So if you've noticed, every story ever told has conflict. That's that's the basic plot structure. Is a character encounters a desire that they that they have, and they try to achieve that desire, but they experience conflict in between, and it forces them to change. So a, a good way to look at this is, um, I was reading this book by Robert Greene, who wrote 48 Laws of Power, and 50 Cent of all people. And 50 Cent talks about how he creates beef intentionally with people in his industry to draw attention to himself. So like rappers and movie stars and celebrities will do this all the time where they create conflict in the media to get people to talk about them. And then most people in the audience, they don't, they have these strong opinions about this conflict and these strong judgments, but what they don't understand is they're being played. They're, this is just part of the show. So a lot of celebrity scandals that you've heard of were probably engineered to get you to pay attention. An example of this is someone once told me that they were friends with the guy who engineered Britney Spears' meltdown when she shaved her head. So a lot of the stuff you see in the media, don't be so quick to judge it because they're really just putting on a show for you. Number nine, tip number nine, be a stalker. Not in a creepy way, but give your lead relevant information at every stage of the funnel. And notice that I said relevant. That means at the top of the funnel, you're talking about their problem or the opportunity you're presenting them. And at the bottom of the funnel, you're talking about the product or service. Now, if you've never heard these terms, top of the funnel is basically the first time somebody comes in contact with your brand. And the bottom of the funnel is you've already educated them on how you can solve their problem and you're offering them a solution. This is where they go to buy. So top of the funnel, you're just trying to get leads. Bottom of the funnel, you are pushing for sales. So if you can use retargeting, if you can use email follow-up, if you can nurture your prospect throughout this process, aka be a stalker, then you're going to get much better results with your ads. And number 10 is stop being boring. I've had to say this a couple times in the last couple weeks. The worst thing you can do as a marketer is be unremarkable. So just stop being boring. Being professional in this day and age, it, it's very important in fields like finance, medicine, and law where one mistake can cost livelihoods and lives. But in marketing, when you're trying to generate leads, being too professional is the surest way to be ignored. And the worst thing that can happen to you as a marketer is that you are ignored. So stop being boring. Put your personality into what you're doing. Take risks. Take chances. Stand out from your competition by doing things differently. You have to test a lot to get this done. You're not going to hit a first try. It takes testing. But I hope these 10 tips helped. I'll run through them real quick. Number one, use testimonials in your ads. Two, use a curiosity gap. Three, tell a story. Four, use human eyeballs or or canine eyeballs. Five is ad scent. That means the ad should match the landing page. Six, stop funnel hacking and be unique. Seven, take a risk. Do things that are scary to see what works. Eight, start the ad with conflict. Humans love conflict. Nine, be a stalker. Nurture your leads after you get them. And 10, stop being boring, okay? Don't try and be too professional. Don't think that not having any typos in your ad is the most important thing. It drives me insane. 
So which of these 10 things do you do in your ads right now and which are you neglecting? If you want to let me know if these work for you, if you implement these and you get results, reach out to me, support at digitalnomad.com. I want to hear about it. If you want to learn more unconventional ways about how to grow your online business, your social media marketing agency, your ad agency, or your freelancing career, check out the training I put together, digitalnomad.com, and I'll see you on the next episode. How do you use the power of marketing to build a life you don't need a vacation from when you can work from anywhere in the world? If you want the answer, subscribe to the podcast and leave a review now. If you want it faster, visit christianmartin.org slash podcast. See you next episode.